Hey guys, welcome to Improvement, the podcast show. With me, your host, Ichiro Tokahachi. In today's episode, I want to talk about thoughts. Yes, literally those pictures, words, sounds, even movies that constantly appear in our heads. To be honest, it took me a while to put together all my ideas. And in some way, the whole process of writing this episode has helped me to become more aware of my own knowledge. Anyway, let me put you in context. I've always had the sensation that something was wrong. And the sensation used to be stronger when I was alone. So one of the ways I used to cope with that feeling was patting. Part of me wanted to believe that the reason I was going out all the time was to improve my social skills. And yeah, I wanted to make new friends and I wanted to meet girls. However, there was an unspoken side. I was trying to distract myself from the fact that something was wrong somewhere inside of me. And since I know that what I called something were actually my thoughts, I can say that what I was actually trying to do was to avoid being alone with my mind. It makes sense, right? Loud music, alcohol, energy drinks, cigarettes, new people to talk with. For me, holding a conversation was a helpful way to escape from my thoughts. I mean, you can't be outside and inside at the same time. Or at least you can't give all your attention to your thoughts if you're talking with somebody. Well, there are situations where you can be lost in your thoughts while talking with somebody. I think you can hold a conversation with somebody without being present. I mean, that's how doing cold approaches looks like when you're an insecure guy. Anyway, I also remember that I used to need something in my hands as soon as I get to the club or before an approach. A beer, a Red Bull, a cigarette, you name it. I don't know the reason behind, but what I do know is that I ended up as my ritual every night I went out. And that ritual was actually a behavioral pattern that was triggered by the limiting beliefs that I had. That were created, by the way, by my thoughts, because I regarded my negative thought, thoughts as if they were through. Or, in other words, because of my lack of self-awareness. That's how my thoughts were affecting me. What I want is for you to become aware of your own thoughts so that you will be able to see, and therefore cut, the link between your thoughts and unnecessary behaviors, such as smoking, for example, and unnecessary suffering. Most people don't even know they're not in control. They say, oh, that's how I am. I've always been dot, dot, dot. They excuse their behavior and that is where lies the danger of not being aware of your own thoughts. They end up dictating your belief, your behavior, your emotional state, your whole life. And the saddest part is that all is an illusion. So, how to realize the fact that you're not your thoughts? I mean, I spent years believing all my thoughts were through and that I was the thinker. I was constantly blaming situations and persons for who I was and how I was and how I felt. Sometimes I was even blaming my own mind and myself. I felt that 
I was my own problem. That's why I made this episode. First, I wanted to tell you why it's dangerous to identify with your thoughts. Now, I want to tell you how to avoid that trap. So, without further to say, for now, let me share with you some of the things I've learned. There is a thing called mind wandering, which is the experience of thoughts not remaining on a single topic for a long period of time, particularly when people are engaged in an attention-demanding task. In these situations, people do not remember what happened in the surrounding environment because they are preoccupied with their thoughts. This is the definition you can find on the internet. And let's pay attention to the last part, and I'm quoting, people do not remember what happened in the surrounding environment because they are preoccupied with their thoughts. Now let's simplify it. People are preoccupied with their thoughts. It's more clear now. People and thought are seen as two different elements. People are not their thoughts. They can be preoccupied or be worried by their thoughts, but they are not their thoughts. You are not your thoughts. I am not my thoughts. We are not our thoughts. It may sound obvious, and I believe you already know you are not your thoughts. The problem, I think, is that most of the time you are thinking without knowing that you are thinking. You are lost in thought. When you are lost in thought, those thoughts color your experiences moment to moment. So, like if they are angry thoughts, then you feel anger, and therefore you become angry. You end up becoming your thoughts, but you also feel you were the thinker of those thoughts. So you identify with the source. And if it happened to you before, the brain has enough information in the now and from the past to make you believe you are an angry person. So the simple idea that you are the thinker of your thoughts ends up creating a strong belief where you start assuming that you are in fact an angry person. What you should do then if a thought you don't like comes in and catches your attention? Well, first you've got to realize that a thought is a thought. Nothing else, period. Just because you have a thought doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Second, you've got to raise your awareness. You should know when you are thinking and what you are thinking. In other words, you should know the moment a thought comes in and the content of that thought. To do that, practice taking mental notes. Every time a thought appears in your mind, take a mental note. This will help you to develop the ability to consciously think about thinking. Third, you've got to accept and understand the fact that there will be more than one thought. For example, if you become angry and you say something hurtful to somebody you like, you will have thoughts like, why I say that? Why I can't control myself? Now I've got to apologize. The list becomes endless and each thought will bring new emotions or will make the current emotion stronger. Why I say that? Could easily help the rise of guilt, for example. So the idea is to become aware of those thoughts but without judgment. One of the things that I do, and I think you should try, is becoming aware when you're role-playing one of your thoughts. 
I believe that you're not the main character of the movies that your mind playing. So whenever you see yourself reacting to something that is inside of your head, become aware that you are not being present. Focus on your breath and keep the movie rolling. Though, become, a com become completely aware of whatever you were deeply lost in. Personally, I like to focus on my breath. Take a mental note and keep doing whatever I was doing. Sometimes, I also write down my thoughts so that I work on my ability to notice them more clearly. Remember, your goal is to become completely aware of your thoughts so that you can stop the constant illusions. It's like breaking some sort of spell. You've got to train though. Give yourself 15 minutes per day to write down your thoughts. Focus on what's exactly inside of your head in that moment. Once you become aware of your thoughts, you can also start looking at evidence from reality that either supports or refutes them. By becoming aware of the negative and often unrealistic thoughts that dampen your feelings and moods, you're able to start engaging in healthier thinking patterns. So let me add one last thing. Thinking is a voluntary and involuntary process. At a conscious level, you can become aware of your unconscious thoughts and you can reframe them, but it's, in my opinion, a powerful weapon. What I'm trying to say here is one, and as Dan Harris said, you can't stop thinking unless you're enlightened or dead. So accept that fact and let go of the resentment, guilt and self-hatred that could be triggered by your worst thoughts. Again, asking yourself why I had this thought at a conscious level means that you are starting to identify with your thoughts. And two, that it's also true that you can skillfully kind of curate the content of your thinking and think better thought. I'm sorry, and think better thoughts. You could, for example, learn a stoic philosophy. But don't feel compelled to learn an ancient um, philosophy. Just by changing the content you are consuming in the internet is, for example, a good way to think better thoughts. I mean, just move towards an optimistic way of thinking and step away of the pessimistic one. <laughs>